they're like healing waterfalls. Like if you were to wade into the water a little bit, it would cure you of, of things. No, that's weird. <laughs> sure. This is the Exploring the National Parks podcast with Dirt in My Shoes. My name is Ash, and I'm a former park ranger and the founder of Dirt in My Shoes. I think that the parks are best seen from the trail, and I'm here to make national park trip planning easy. And I'm John. I carry the kids on the trails, I tell stories, and notice all the things that Ash doesn't care about much, like trees. Join us as we show you around America's spectacular national parks. We're sharing our favorite places, fun facts, adventures, and misadventures. And we'll even throw in a little trip planning. Let's start exploring. Today, we are going to talk about something that humans seem to have a fascination with. Falling water. I know. Have you ever thought about how funny it is that we shouldn't just all sit next to water? As long as it's falling, we're happy. <laughs> we're by next next to a muddy puddle. It's just like this grossest thing. But if it was falling, yeah. it would be really charming. Yeah, I know. Oh, look at this nasty puddle that's falling. It's <laughs> now waterfall. It's so true. We love waterfalls. I love waterfalls. I do too. I think they're, so, they're one of my favorite things. To actually chase a little bit if we were, you know, when we go to a national park, you're like, where are the waterfalls? Same with the ice cream shops. Where I know. are they at? And some parks don't have any or very many, right. like you would expect, but there are some that have so many. Oh, so many. So today we wanted to talk about some of not only our favorite parks, like if just like in general, if you want to see waterfalls. But also our favorite waterfalls. Yes. This is going to be kind of a fun By episode. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot. I went, I was trying to, and I'm sure we forgot some just because it's not something that we like keep a running list of. Right. <laughs> but I was trying to write down all these waterfalls that I could think of. I'm like going through all the parks and like going through my mind, like, where's that one? Does this one have one? And so. Yeah. I just thought of one that I've left off of my list. Oh, really? Yeah. Write it down. It's Which too one late. is it? It was, uh, what's, is it the one in Stahican, Rainbow Falls or something? Oh, yeah. That, that one's not on my list either. Yeah, that's a pretty cool waterfall. That one is a cool one. That one's North Cascades National Park. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So, again, if we leave <laughs> off your favorite waterfall or something, like, we tried to hit the big ones for sure. But, like, I also wanted to include some, like, Rainbow Falls. Yeah. You know, some that uh, just a lot of people don't know about. Some that are nice, um, nice little hikes you can take and yep. maybe not as popular, as well known, but still very, very beautiful. Exactly. And I don't know how many Rainbow Falls is there are throughout the country, but I can think of at least two now yeah. that share that same name. So if we miss it, we're sorry, but hopefully it has the same name as one that we talk about. Okay, <laughs> John, you want to talk about the parks first, just in general? Should yeah. we talk about parks first? Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to talk about... I think we got six favorite national parks for chasing waterfalls. Like if you really are into waterfalls, you're just like, I just want to see waterfalls. Kind of like uh, that girl in <laughs> Despicable Me. It's so fluffy. You know, <laughs> I just love waterfalls. You know, if you're that kind of person and you just want to see waterfalls, then these six parks that we're going to start off with are going to be your cup of tea. These are places that you should definitely visit. And then we'll kind of get into the grading of and the judging <laughs> of waterfalls 
that's going to be kind of a fun banter, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We never seem to agree very good when it comes to <laughs> ranking things. Yes, so. exactly. Okay, let's jump in. So the first park that I wanted to talk about that is just so great for waterfalls is Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Oh, yeah. I love Great Smoky Mountains, but I think one of my favorite things about it is the waterfalls there are kind of just, they're like healing waterfalls. Like if you were to wade into the water a little bit, it would cure you of, of things. No, that's weird. <laughs> sure. Great Smoky Mountains just in general has a ton of water. Yeah. And you're in forests. And so what you get is like, it's what you think of when you think of waterfalls is there's just so many waterfalls everywhere. Some of them are really big. Some of them are very small. Mm -hmm. But so you have your main waterfalls, which is like Laurel Falls, Grotto Falls. Abrams uh, Falls. Abrams Falls, Rainbow Falls. Oh, that's the other Rainbow Yeah, Falls that's song. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's like the bigger popular ones that you hike to and, and that everybody kind of knows. But then as you're driving through the park, even like you'll see these pullouts on the side of the road called quiet walks mm -hmm. and they're not really marked except for just these little signs. And anyway, so you could find yourself on just like a, a shorter, lesser known trail and still be like right next to some smaller waterfalls and just some beautiful creeks that are going through and. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so like Great Smokies just, I think, has the best waterfalls if you're just looking for like a nice, quiet, peaceful forest setting. Right. And you would just love to be by water. Yeah, it's true. And to, to my point earlier, you know, when the healing waters, the healing waters, you know, when we were doing the, the exploring the Great Smokies episode, we talked about the quote that you have at the top of the ultimate guide on dirt in my shoes. And he kind of makes a deal, a big deal about like these mountains are like full of life, you mm -hmm. know. And so the waterfall, there's so much water everywhere and the water, it's just like life giving yeah. and there's life all around every single waterfall. And so you've got trees and bushes and you've got Flowers, like there's like flowers growing right next to the waterfalls. And it's just, yeah, you kind of look around and you're like, for reals? Yeah. And they have little pools at the bottom, you know, that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. You could wade into there and, and get some life giving. Exactly. You get <laughs> a special power. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I love each of these waterfalls. I think it's, it's really fun. And I think because there's so many of these waterfalls. You talked about the little pullouts. There's lots. There's so many of them. There's a really good chance you're going to have it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're venturing away from those big main ones mm -hmm. that we mentioned. Because I was even thinking, you know, you go down to the Deep Creek area, the southern part in North Carolina. and By Bryson City, right? Yeah. And it's just like, it's a really short drive into the park. The road doesn't go very far. There's not much to do. But there's like three decently sized waterfalls right in there that you can hike to within, you know, an hour or two. And then there's another one on the other side, like kind of over as you're going towards Blue Ridge Parkway area. Like there's lots of side waterfalls that just don't see all the crowds as some of those bigger, better known ones. Right. But I mean, the whole park is just full of waterfalls. Yeah. They're, they're everywhere. Of all sizes. Exactly. So yeah, it's fantastic. Like I can't think really of a better park for waterfalls if you just want to hear 
rushing water in some way, somewhere, along some trail, <laughs> Great Smoky Mountains is your place. Yeah. Just bring your book, sit down by a waterfall and chill. Oh, that sounds so that sounds lovely. like your That sounds like your thing. That is my thing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's also the place where you'd be able to find like one of those magical Narnian waterfalls, you know, yeah. like so, for just suddenly it would be magical and you'd be transported. So speaking of magical waterfalls, the next park that I just feel like has some of the best it feels like you've been transported into like a fairy tale. Right. Is... And if I can compliment you, that was a really good segue to... Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We've been working on our, our you know, segues and banters. Yes, exactly. Uh, just kidding. We haven't. This is just how we talk. Yes. Olympic National Park. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I mentioned Olympic National Park is one of like my top favorite parks for waterfalls. And John was like, really? And I he couldn't remember. All the waterfalls that are in this park. I know. Even though we were literally just there like three weeks ago. I know. I was, because Olympic has so many different sections. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of the mountain and the beach section. Yeah. You and, forget about the middle of the park. Yeah. That just has beautiful waterfalls. Really beautiful waterfalls. And the fact that it's in the Pacific Northwest also means that like the Smokies, it has tons of life. Yeah. You know, everything is growing all around you. Listen, the way that the trees filter the sunlight down into the forest below and down onto the water, I forever will feel like I'm in a fairy tale when I'm hiking to Solduck Falls. Right. Or when I get to Solduck Falls or Marymere Falls. You're in these old growth forests. There's moss. But just like, I don't know. It has to do with the sunlight. <laughs> yeah. That filters through the trees and it just kind of makes everything sparkle. Mm -hmm. And then you just have these beautiful relatively tall, powerful waterfalls. Yeah, especially in the case of Solduck Falls. I mean, that one is just incredible because you have massive trees all around you and then you go across this really pretty bridge and then you see Solduck Falls come. It's an entire river that just comes and like right at the very edge of the cliff, there's a few different stones that are like right on the edge that splits the whole river into at least three, sometimes four waterfalls. Yeah. And then it falls into this deep gorge. And then you have sometimes like a how the light filters through, you have some rainbows and you have yeah. all of this awesome mist that just flows up over the bridge. And you turn around and you watch the river as it continues down this awesome gorge. Yeah. And it's just so pretty. Like and you so many different shades of green in the trees and the bushes and everything around. So that one is just fantastic. I love Mary Mirror Falls as well. Madison Falls doesn't even hardly require a hike. And that one's beautiful. That one has a lot of colorful like moss behind it. Mm -hmm. So just some really good, beautiful, picturesque waterfalls that make it feel like you're in a fairy forest. Yeah. There's one more that I think you probably don't remember, but I really enjoyed was, do you remember the waterfall that was on Third Beach? Is it still there? Because you're speaking about it in past tense. <laughs> it might still be there. It's just like, <laughs> it but, just but, but it was like one of the only Third beaches beach. in Olympic that had a waterfall on it. It was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. But See, the problem is- John told me he was going to stump me with some of these. And yeah. Everything sometimes runs together. Like Olympic has first, second, third beach, and then it has- Beach one, beach, beach one, two. beach two, beach three, beach four. And so I'm trying to think of, we've hiked to all of them. Yeah. It was nowhere near the size of even like Mary Mere or Madison Falls or anything like that. Okay. It was more like a trickle. 
But the fact that it went into the but ocean. It into the ocean. That's pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Interesting. And it was on Third Beach. If okay. you make it out there, it takes a little bit of a hike to get out there. But it's, it was a really cool experience. I was like, I feel like oh. I can vaguely remember it. But yeah. honestly, those beaches, like if you've been to Olympic, they start to run together. They because do. Because they're all kind of named the same thing. Yeah. The number it's system <laughs> was, I just picture that like they sent out two groups of people to survey the beaches and they came <laughs> back and they're like, all right, so we've got beach one. Wait, 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 wait. My beach is first beach. Well, we'll mine is beach. <laughs> mine's beach one, but no, mine is first beach. And then they just came to uh, what do we always have when we have something we can't agree on? Irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Irreconcilable differences. Just yes. keep it. So, okay. I want to stay in Washington for a minute. Cool. Because this park was kind of. Not as well known for waterfalls, I feel like, but there are some really good ones, is Mount Rainier National Park. Yeah, this one is so interesting and so beautiful. It's dramatic is a really cool word to use for it. Everything in this park is dramatic. Yeah. I just like, you have the biggest volcano Mm -hmm. in the Cascades that sits over 14,000 feet, but then everything else is big too. And in the case of like Myrtle Falls in Mount Rainier. I mean, you have this massive waterfall that literally has Mount Rainier right behind it, perfectly situated. Oh, perfectly like, framed. They It could not have been set up better no. to take this picture of this waterfall with the giant volcano behind it. Yeah. Whoever built that was really... Who built the waterfall? Yes. And whoever the built mountain. the waterfall. <laughs> So yes. God is a really good <laughs> artist. We'll just yes. say that. I was just going to say it was kind of perfectly situated. It's perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I it mean, was low hanging fruit to build the <laughs> overlook right there. It was awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, where else would you put it? You couldn't put an overlook anywhere else. So that's Myrtle Falls. But then there are some other really great ones in the park. Yeah. Some of the roadside ones that I think are really pretty are... This one takes a slight hike. It's Narada Falls. That one's a really pretty one. I love that one because it has a rainbow at the bottom almost always. Yeah. And I, there's just something about like all the mist coming up and making a rainbow that just makes it extra special. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And that one's tall though too. It's taller than you would expect for like a, a roadside waterfall. That was like a hundred, almost 170 feet. But another one that I really like is Christine Falls. And mm-hmm. you drive on your way up to Paradise you pass that one. It's in its own little gorge and there's a bridge right next to it and everything. And that one's really cool. It, I is, like it sneaks up on you because it's right next to the road and it doesn't have a sign. Right. Silver Falls. That also, one's powerful. That one's really cool. And that one just takes not a very long hike and it's not a very hard hike. It's down by the Grove of the Patriarchs. Mm-hmm. But that one's really cool. Yeah, that's a really nice, powerful one. But my favorite one... So Myrtle Falls gets really busy. Yes. And that is always a point off my scale when I'm ranking things. But Comet Falls is the tallest waterfall that you can hike to in Mount Rainier. It's the tallest one along a maintained trail. Yep. It's not the tallest one in the park. There's like some really big ones that come off the mountain as you're driving Mm -hmm. and stuff that would just be virtually impossible to hike to. Right. 
like Wilson Glacier Falls. Yeah. That's oh, the one. Did that you look it up? I did. As you hike the skyline trail, you can see that's the one that falls onto the Nisqually Glacier. It is so impressive. Yeah. That waterfall is huge and beautiful and it's glacial so it like has that tinge of blue yes so cool so you'll see that when you're hiking skyline i'm impressed you found the name of that i did it took a little bit of digging because some of these places they just kind of i don't know it's if sometimes the park rangers or whoever mapped it is like yeah i don't know if it really counts as a waterfall but it's a good one totally counts yeah yeah it's awesome but i was talking about comet falls which is my favorite probably that Uh, one is it's so impressive it's really cool plus you pass a couple of other waterfalls on the way to comet falls plus it's kind of a harder trail yeah so it doesn't get as busy it doesn't get as busy but i think that besides the fact that the waterfall was super cool it also had like a whole field of your favorite flowers yeah avalanche lilies yes they're so pretty they're those pretty little white ones that are like Full, they have a yellow center and they just look really beautiful and happy. They're they're like, they t- look like a star almost. Like yeah. they have like, I don't know if there's five points. Pro- I think it's more. I'm trying to picture it in my head. <laughs> yeah, they're super pretty <laughs> but though. They're so pretty. Sometimes the petals kind of look folded like a fancy napkin at like a really nice restaurant. Yeah, yeah or like on a cruise ship when they put like the <laughs> napkin elephant on your bed. Yes. Or it's not a napkin, it's a towel. <laughs> That'd be weird if they left a napkin on your bed. Right. Uh, it's a towel. So Just in case you need to wipe your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So Mount Rainier just has some really big, dramatic waterfalls. I think that's like everything in Mount Rainier is dramatic. So yeah. why wouldn't the waterfalls be too? Yes. So let's move on. Speaking of dramatic. Yeah. I think the park that has the most... Just impressive waterfalls you'll see anywhere. <laughs> We're going straight to the We're big ones. We're going straight to the big ones. Oh, I'm excited. Yosemite. Yosemite. Yosemite, man. This one is incredible. And there's no way you could ever make a list about waterfalls without including Yosemite. Because it has the biggest waterfalls in the national parks. Yeah, they're incredible. They're massive. Like I was going through all of these different waterfalls and trying to figure out how tall all of them were and things like that. And Yosemite's are it's much football taller. fields bigger yeah football <laughs> fields bigger in some cases than other places well i yeah because i was looking up like the how tall all the waterfalls and all the parks were too and then you get to yosemite and which it's means like, we wasted a lot of time i know Both of us <laughs> we could have just done one or the other but yosemites are like five times as tall as everybody else's pretty yeah. much they're so big so yosemite has yosemite falls mm-hmm. which is the upper falls the lower falls and then there's like some middle cascades and the and anyway right so individually those are big waterfalls by themselves but then they all make up yosemite falls which is 2,425 feet tall. Which is incredible. <laughs> because like, it's basically just falling down these giant granite cliffs yeah. to Yosemite Valley. I mean, the cliffs are massive. Oh, it's so incredible. If you've never seen it or if you've never been there, but you have seen the movie with the old man and the little boy and like the house with the balloons. What's uh- it called? <laughs> <laughs> I oh my gosh. I couldn't remember what it was for a second. <laughs> That's so funny. Little- All the... All the Disney fans are like, ah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Up, if you know the the picture where he wants to take the house because that's where you know he wa- his wife. Oh, yeah. And him. Yeah. Yosemite Falls is like that waterfall. Yeah. It's so big and it's incredible and it sits on this cliff and it's it's just amazing. 
And I mean, it is kind of in those three sections, but overall, it's just like nuts, straight down, incredibly big waterfall. The waterfall is so high that depending on the wind and you're across the valley, the water doesn't even end up close to where it should be because the wind just takes it, you know, and it has so much time to fall and be blown away. It's just like, it's amazing. But there's a lot of water coming down there. I do have to say, though, with Yosemite, you have to be careful. If you're chasing waterfalls, you do not go to the park in August or later. That is correct. And in fact, I wouldn't go... Even like if the waterfalls are your main thing, I probably wouldn't go later than mid-July. Yeah. I would stick to... The rivers and the lakes that you're used to? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because chasing waterfalls after mid-July, you won't see nearly as much good stuff. I'm so glad that 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 worked out. I was kind of... Waiting. Waiting. (laughs) To see if you could put that in there somewhere. Right. For reals. Like I have people... Without fail, every year, who are like, I want to go to Yosemite and I want to see the waterfalls, but I plan my trip for August. And I'd be like, you will not see the good waterfalls in August. They dry up. They come up. They come from the snow in the mountains. The waterfalls here really peak in May, like the end of May. Right. And so you've got some time into June and into July where there'll still be really good flow, Mm -hmm. but they do dry up. So... (laughs) Which is That's really a big a, thing to make sure that you're aware of. Yeah. And if you kind of compare it to some of these other parks that we've been talking about, you know, Olympic, the Smokies, you know, Mount Rainier, it's not nearly the same way. No, they have a good enough water flow to keep things going pretty good. Yeah. And I think because Yosemite is a little bit different in that it's so high alpine already. And then, you know, you've got these high alpine meadows, they melt, and then it's gone. It's, it's not already like, the top of the run. Right. And area. then the rocks are like granite. And so yeah. it doesn't soak in and then slowly drain kind yeah. of a thing. It so. just all just like rushes off the cliff. Yes. <laughs> and then it goes away. So that's an important distinction for Yosemite. But what I thought was crazy, I mean, so you've got Vernal Fall and Nevada Fall, which you'll hit if you're hiking the Mist Trail which are just, they're massive waterfalls and they're not even close to the the biggest ones in the park. Right. Vernal's like 315 feet, Nevada's almost 600 feet. But then you've got Bridal Veil, you've got Horsetail Falls, you've got all these ones that just fall, Illilouette, just all these huge waterfalls that fall down into the valley. Yeah. So it's super impressive. There is, I would say, not a better park that you can go to if you love giant waterfalls yeah that's the one that that's is the, the one you gotta go start to. there yeah and then <laughs> and then but, be disappointed everywhere else <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say the elephant in the room that we're not talking about is niagara falls right and we took our sons to niagara falls a long time ago and then they were comparing every single waterfall to niagara falls but niagara falls is not a national park and so Correct. it is not included <laughs> In our list. Though impressive, it is not included. Correct. So start with Yosemite. (laughs) Yes. But oh my gosh, I think that the experience that you get. So in our waterfall judging that will be later on in the episode, these waterfalls will be definitely in the mix in a bunch of different things, but they're just so fun. You know, they're different. They're beautiful. And I mean, they might not be as life-giving maybe as the ones in the Smokies, but... No, they're not, I would say. (laughs) 
but they are just so powerful and cool. Yeah. And it's, it's really fun. Yeah. So massive waterfalls, you got to go to Yosemite. The next park that I think is really good for waterfalls is Glacier National Park. Yes. This one, the waterfalls that you see are typically glacier fed, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, and you will get like that tinge of blue in the water here and stuff like that. They're really cold. <laughs> yes. But we love hiking to waterfalls and glacier. There's some really, really good ones. And I think when you think of glacier, you think of big mountains. You don't necessarily think of all the water right. that comes from the from the glaciers and the snowfields and stuff. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of lakes. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of waterfalls too. But kind of like Yosemite, because a lot of these are snowfield and glacier fed, some of them do kind of dry up or get a lot less powerful as the year goes on. Yeah, not all, but some. Yeah. This is a really cool one. And it has one of my favorite waterfalls of this year, at least, that when I was hiking with the kids, Bird Woman Falls. You're obsessed with Bird Woman Falls. Oh my gosh, I love Bird you Woman Falls. You can't even hike to it. You can see it from the going to the sun road. And it is really impressive. It's it amazing. really, really is. And I made my children, every time they said Bird Woman Falls, I made them say it to almost like a tune. And if they didn't say it properly, Bird Woman Falls. Or something along those lines. Yeah, and then they'd roll they their had eyes. to start over, and it was the best. <laughs> Everybody's rolling their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cool. And Birdwoman Falls is like 492 feet. It's huge, and it is the coolest waterfall, in my opinion, that you see going along the Going to the Sun Road. But it's, then you also get other ones along the Going to the Sun Road. That yes, you do. Don't necessarily have names, but I think that's what's cool about driving that road too. So you see Birdwoman Falls as you're going up the west side. The going to the Sun Road, you'll see Bird Woman Falls for almost the whole drive up to Logan Pass. Yeah. But then you also pass by like the Weeping Wall, which is a seasonal waterfall that comes down and, and gets on your car as yep. you drive past. That's really fun. There's some up like by, by Haystack. There's a bigger waterfall that falls right there seasonally. Yep. So there is just a lot of fun waterfalls as you're driving up. There's one as you're getting closer to, to Logan, Logan Pass. Pass. That's what I was going to yeah. say. We always see a bunch of mountain goats just climbing all over these rocks amid the waterfalls. Yeah. It's a really cool scene. It's it really beautiful. It is. It's like quintessential Glacier. mountain glaciers. So they have those ones and that's along the going to the sun. Then when you get to the east side, you've got like, St. Mary Falls, which is so impressive. You've got Virginia Falls, which is just beyond St. Mary. And you and you pass other like kind of unnamed waterfalls as you're hiking between the two. So there's a bunch right in there. Yep. Bering Falls is an easier hike that you can take. And that's one that we always like to get misted on and stick our heads in and, you know, all that. Yep. Because <laughs> my rule for waterfalls and rivers is you haven't actually been there unless you put your head in the water. That's one of my rules. Yeah. And we, at Glacier, we stick our heads in the water a lot. <laughs> and at Glacier, it's actually sometimes, depending on how cold the water can be, it can be a painful experience. Yeah. Yep. You've got Twin Falls, which is a new one that we've done recently. Not a new waterfall, but that one is down by Two Medicine. So you take the boat across the lake and then you can hike to Twin Falls and it's two different waterfalls falling in the same area. Oh, I thought you were talking about a different one when you were describing it. I thought you were talking about Trick Falls. No, that one's down there too, though. Yeah, those are both so cool, though. Yeah, so there's some really cool ones down there. And then you have like Avalanche Lake, 
which yeah. has waterfalls going down into it, just like massive waterfalls going down into it. You've got Grinnell Lake that has massive waterfalls going down into it and the yeah. mini glacier side. Like there's a lot of water coming there is. down. And, and like and a lot of them don't have names because some of them are just kind of creeks that, you know, go down the mountainside, not necessarily a waterfall. But from down below, they look like a huge waterfall. They're awesome. One of my favorites is the one you just mentioned, the one that goes into Grinnell Lake from the up above Grinnell Glacier area. That one's so cool. It's so cool. I really love so, that one. There's some really great ones. Let's move on to the last park because then I want to talk more about individual waterfalls. Yes. Sounds good. Okay. This park. Woo. Sorry. I got really excited because <laughs> it's my favorite national park. Oh, you gave it away. <laughs> This part, though, okay, so we're talking about Yellowstone. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Yellowstone has a lot of water. I Tons. mean, you're you're looking at geysers that are literally shooting water into the sky. So right. for some reason, though, when I think of Yellowstone, I never think of waterfalls. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just like it, it doesn't feel like it's a waterfall park mm-hmm. just on the surface. You think of the big two. But really yeah. the big one. The one in the, in Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone, the Lower Falls, which is in all those pictures. Right. But beyond that, it's like, oh, you know, we're here to see the geysers. I am always amazed at how many waterfalls are in Yellowstone. And Yellowstone is the king of drive-by waterfalls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There are so many waterfalls that are just like right next to the road. All you have to do is park. Walk a few feet, you see a waterfall, and then you get back in your car and keep going. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Yeah. And just do it over again and, over. and again. Yeah. I've like, I'm constantly just amazed at how many waterfalls this park has. Yeah. And so Yellowstone, for me, is the park. Like, if you want to see a whole bunch of different waterfalls, they all look different, but you don't necessarily want to hike a bunch, mm-hmm. Yellowstone's a great place to go for that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably... During more of the muddy season, too, that's one of the things that you could probably do. Like if you wanted to visit the park, but you didn't want to hike or something like that. There's a ton of waterfalls you can just see basically from the road with zero effort. That'd be yeah. awesome. So some of those are like Tower Fall. That one's you cool. You can see right by the road. And then you've got like Firehole Falls. You've got Undine Falls. You've got Gibbon Falls. You've got Kepler Cascades. Like there yeah. are so many. Oh, yeah. Of those, which one's your favorite? Tower. Tower is cool. Tower is so cool to me because it just looks, I mean, okay, so I looked it up. It's 132 feet tall, Mm -hmm. which is pretty tall for a waterfall. But then you like, you know, compare it against Yosemite and it's like (laughs) not very big. But the thing I like about Tower Fall is it's really powerful and it just falls in like one shoot of water Mm -hmm. and you can't, it's really hard to see the bottom. Yeah. It's just like surrounded by trees. It's it's really beautiful, but you can't really see the bottom and you don't really see the spray. And so it just feels like it goes on forever. Yeah. It's like the waterfall in Marvel with Thor's planet. What's this planet? What are they called? I, I only saw the first Thor movie and it was done. <laughs> so I'm, it'll come to me later on in the episode. But I'm thinking of everybody who knows Marvel movies and especially the Thor movies knows the waterfall that I'm talking about where... It's just like his home planet has a waterfall that you don't see the bottom of. And that's like Towerfall. Yeah, it's like Towerfall. Cool. It's it's really cool. Yeah. And then you have, yeah, you have Lower Falls, 
That's in the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone area. That's a pretty tall waterfall. It's a 308 feet. And you've also got Upper Falls, Yep. which is right above Lower. That one's 110. They're both the same river, but the upper one just seems so much more powerful to me because you're so much closer to the splash. I don't know. <laughs> and the debate <laughs> the begins. Lower, yeah, the lower gives you more vertigo. So it feels, <laughs> That's true. It feels taller to me and more powerful. Well, it is taller, but you've got Fairy Falls, which is a nice one you can hike to. You've got Mystic Falls, which is another nice one you can hike to. So there's just a lot of water in Yellowstone. And I tend to only think of it in terms of geysers. But you will be amazed at how many waterfalls there are in this park. Right. Do you so. think you could consider a geyser a waterfall? Because at one point, the water no. does have to fall. It's a geyser. It goes up first, but then it comes down. No. And then becomes a waterfall. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to some of our favorite individual waterfalls. Okay. Let's get this going. Okay. Yes. So we divided it into categories. And so we wanted to talk first about our favorite tall waterfalls yes because the first category is by height so we talked a lot about yosemite falls we did and because it deserves a lot of attention it's the tallest one on my list by far So we needed to talk about that one so okay <laughs> this one was a shocker for me at how tall this waterfall is tokopah falls oh my gosh in sequoia still, yes. i know i knew you were gonna take that one that's why i decided to say it <laughs> Um, this is Tokopah Falls in Sequoia National Park. And I was just like, I was like, oh, that waterfall is really cool. It's like a three and a half mile hike. It's not a very hard hike. I mean, it stays pretty flat for most mm -hmm. of it until you start getting up to the waterfall and you've got to climb a little bit more there. Right. But this waterfall is 1,200 feet. Yeah. It's so tall. I know, I know it was that tall, but I just didn't put it in context, I guess. Yeah. No, I think always surprised by that one because I don't know why I don't ever think of that one. I think because it's not as much of a like a sheer drop like the ones in Yosemite because 1,200 feet is taller than some of the ones that fall into Yosemite Valley, like Bridal Veil Fall right. and stuff like that. And so, but it's not like a sheer drop. It's more of a cascade down the cliff. Right. But I also think so. because you don't really see it from inside of a valley like you do in Yosemite right. either. You're kind of on the mountain and so you have to hike into it kind of a little bit but it's still on the mountain it's not like you're seeing this whole wide expanse from within the bottom of the valley like you do in yosemite so but yeah tokopal is so cool plus you get to make friends with all of the marmots that are on there too there we are hiked, so many marmots. there were so many fun marmots that just didn't were just like coexisting with you up there it was yeah. awesome yeah okay so that's probably my next choice okay is tokopal I do love that one a lot. Okay. okay. What's yours? I'm going to take us. I stole yours. You, you, you did take <laughs> the next one. However, one of the ones that's kind of like that was the Sperry Glacier Falls. That's one of the only named waterfalls in the Avalanche Lake area. Oh, interesting. And, and so one of those waterfalls is Sperry Glacier. And how tall? That one is like 2,300 feet tall. No. Yeah, that's there's why. No way. But that, I, but I think because it's not like straight down, I think it's to from count top it to... straight from the glacier. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. was like, there's no way that's a twenty three hundred foot drop. But, but I guess maybe from the glacier, you can't see, you know, three fourths of it. Right. Exactly. Well, that's kind of <laughs> like what I was talking about before, where it's kind of just when you're up on the mountain, you're like, oh, I guess it doesn't go like straight down. You know, it kind of goes down. 
yeah. sideways a little bit. But then when you're at the bottom, like, no way, dude, that totally is straight up and down. So the Sperry <laughs> Glacier one, that's cool. So when you're in the Avalanche Lake area and you're looking at all those different waterfalls and you're like, I wonder how big they are or I wonder what they're called or if they have a name. One of them is the Sperry Glacier one and it's like 2,300 feet from top to bottom. Which one is it? I don't know. Well. <laughs> That's a disappointment. <laughs> I know, uh, but it's one of them. Okay, I'm going to cheat a little bit on this one. My last favorite tall one. John said, are we including the Canada parks? And I said, only to talk about Takaka Falls <laughs> <laughs> in Yoho. Yes. Um. So Canada, it's kind of its own thing. We're talking Canadian Rockies, the national parks all in there. There's a bunch. Yoho is right in there. And Takaka Falls is just one of those waterfalls that if you love waterfalls, I mean, it steals the show. Right. It's so dramatic. It's so beautiful. It's oh. like 1,224 feet tall. So it's a good size waterfall. It's big. And it's really powerful. And it's in this beautiful valley. There's really cool hikes back in there and stuff. And so I just had to throw that one in just because it's like, you know, we love the Canadian parks. Yeah. But that one is just, I would feel remiss if I didn't mention that if you like tall waterfalls and you've already been to Yosemite and you hiked to Tokopa in Sequoia, then go to Takaka next. Yes. Because it's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. That one kind of has a mohawk on it too. I don't know exactly how to explain it, but some waterfalls, there's another one that we'll talk about later where like partially down the waterfall like there's this giant rock in it that causes a massive splash like in the middle of the waterfall and Takaka has a really good mohawk making rock. And how do we say Takaka? Takaka! <laughs> Takaka! <laughs> like a raven. So there you go. Uh, so good. <laughs> any other high ones you wanted to talk about? Okay, any, so we... Any we, cheaters <laughs> that we, are like this we, very... Or it's not really a waterfall we've, that tall. We've talked about these ones, you know, a couple of the big hitters that we've we've covered pretty well. Like when we talked about Yosemite, we talked about Nevada Fall and Bridal Veil Fall. I also love Bird Woman Falls and, and Comet Falls and, and stuff like that. But there's one waterfall that I'm having a hard time not putting it in a different category just so that I can mop the floor with you with it because <laughs> it's such a good one. And so... It's a good one, I think. We're not even fighting. <laughs> We're just talking about waterfalls. <laughs> I know. But for some reason, part of my competitive side was like, I just want, I just want to. All right. Uh, you can bring... put it in two categories. That's fine. I know, but I'm, I'm going to hold oh, on to hold it. Off. Okay. There's another one that's it. pretty tall that I like that I have in a different category too. Okay. Let's move on to the next category then. Okay. So the next category is waterfalls that are just like incredibly scenic. Yeah. Which I know it seems like, okay, every waterfall is pretty scenic. Mm -hmm. But like these ones are just like the idyllic setting of a waterfall. Yes. Yes. So, I think we talked about the, for me, the number one one is Myrtle Falls. In Mount Rainier. In Mount Rainier. Yeah. It is so perfectly placed with the right background, the right foreground, everything about that waterfall is perfectly placed. Yeah. And it has just the right amount of water. It's got a bridge going over it. The scenery there is incredible. 
The only downside is sometimes you have to wait a while for people to get off the bridge. Yeah, or it never happens. <laughs> or it never was happens. was the case this summer. Exactly. Like, well, we're just going to have people on our bridge <laughs> on this picture. I mentioned Solduck in Olympic, and that one is just extremely picturesque and idyllic to me. But I would say, because uh, I want to talk about some that we haven't mentioned yet, Hidden Falls in Grand Teton that one's is pretty cool. one of my favorites. Yep. It's just one of those waterfalls, the way that it falls makes it look like it was drawn in, you know, <laughs> it just, it falls so beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just like one, one fall. It's delicate while still being powerful. Right. And it's just like surrounded by trees. And I love that one. I, think that's really I should good. have figured that one would be on your scenery list. I do like that one a lot. One of the ones that made my list is Mist Falls in Kings Canyon National Park. I thought that waterfall, I, I still do. For scenery? Yeah. It's no. so good. Like, okay, so. Well, it, I mean, it is, but. It's, it's incredible. It, the splash is better. Yeah, it's got a great splash, but. Okay. The, so there's different ways of viewing the waterfall. If you're looking at it from the bottom and you're looking up, you're like, wow, that's a big waterfall. But some of my favorite views of Mist Falls. So you hike up along it on the yeah. left side of the river. And there's a bunch of places you can kind of stop and take pictures of it. But one of my favorite spots was kind of right near the top of it. And it's not one of those ones that falls straight down, you know, down a straight cliff face. It kind of rumbles down the mountain. And I love it seeing it from the top because you see all the splashing. But then you have it perfectly framed by all the giant mountains all around you. You get to see out into the valley right there and just massive granite cliffs. And you have all the trees as well, but then you have, it's one of the, Mist Falls is another one of those waterfalls with a mohawk because it's got a massive rock in the middle. And so mm -hmm. it's just so cool. I love the scenery of Mist Falls. Mist Falls is an eight mile round trip hike. It gains about 600 feet of elevation. It's not too bad. It's just a little bit long, but Hiking in, so when you get down to Kings Canyon, you get down to the bottom of Kings Canyon and you're at the Zumwalt Meadow, which is just beautiful. And then you hike to Mist Falls from there. Mm -hmm. It really, that was the trail where I was just like, we got to come back and we got to go backpacking back in here because it's just so picturesque and beautiful. It's very Yosemite-esque. Yes. Without all the crowds and stuff. Exactly. So when you get back in there to hike to Mist Falls and stuff, it's really really beautiful and it's relatively quiet mm -hmm. because it's just not like a super busy place. Right. And even if it was a little bit louder, you wouldn't be able to hear it because the waterfall, like you mentioned, the splash is so big and loud. You'd only be able to hear the waterfall anyways. You're like, I'm trying to talk to Ash and I'm like yelling because yeah. the waterfall was so loud. Yeah. Another one of my favorites is the Kings Creek Falls in Lassen Volcanic. Mm -hmm. That one I think is really beautiful as far as, again, it's just like it's dainty and pretty. It's a lot like Hidden Falls in yeah. Grand Teton. Yeah. That same shape. Maybe I just really love that shape of just like the smaller cascades among the bigger falls. It's you know more of I mean? a rumble down the mountain. Yeah. Um, I like that too. But Kings Creek is really cool because you can walk. There's one section of the trail that's a one-way only and you're just walking up like stone steps and boardwalks right next to the waterfall. And it's just it's really beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as scenery goes, unfortunately, this hike has been in fire burn areas 
And so a lot of the trees as you're hiking are now burnt. Um, <laughs> Bummer. Which is really sad. But the waterfall itself is beautiful. So yes. I kept it in because we can't blame them for having a, <laughs> a big wildfire come through and destroy everything. Yes. So. Taking us east, we've spent a lot of time out west. I think some of my favorite scenery, like in the eastern national parks, I have a list of three. And one of them you would probably disagree with. Okay. I have Brandywine Falls. Okay. I have that one on a different category. I love that one. I think it is so pretty. That Brandywine Falls is in Cuyahoga Valley in mm -hmm. Ohio, just so you know. <laughs> and it's so pretty. I mean, it's a perfect Eastern Park vibe. And it has a few different levels on it. It's almost like a wedding cake waterfall in mm -hmm. some ways. I feel like it's got, you know, the top layer. It's got and then, tiers. Yeah, it's got tiers. Exactly. Yeah. And it comes down. But it's like the flow is really good. It's a thick flow of tears. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a sad tear. No, T-I-E-R-S. <laughs> yes. Tears. <laughs> exactly. But I love Brandywine Falls. I, my, my other favorite eastern park waterfall is abram falls abrams falls in great smoky mountains national park i love abrams falls and great smokies that's a great one we covered that one really well in the exploring great smoky mountains yeah we're, we're pretty partial to that one we like that one yeah there's other good ones in that park but for some reason i just really like how powerful that one is yeah which is why it's not great for scenery it's great for power yes which is also where i put brandywine falls <laughs> Because they're just really powerful, beautiful waterfalls. Right. So, exactly. yes, I'm going to contest you on that because all waterfalls are scenic, but not all waterfalls are powerful. Right. And Power. Abrams Falls is not very tall. Nope. I mean, it's scenic. You know, it's fine. But it's really powerful. Yes. Which is, I think, what's the rush of that one. It's just like, boom, look at all that water coming in. <laughs> so cool. I was like, when you said power, I was like, where do I know that voice? And it was Darth Vader. You have to know the power <laughs> of the dark side. <laughs> exactly. See, we all get excited by that. Okay. This is the so, one that I think you're going to contest me on because it's not natural. Oh, well, I, oh, okay. I like the waterfall at Mingus Mill. Where you have kind of no, the aqueducts. No, I know what you're talking about. The aqueducts that take it to the wheel and the water kind of flows off to the side. I think that's really pretty. It is really pretty. Mingus Mill is so cool. That's in Great Smoky Mountains as well. Yes. It's particularly beautiful in the fall. You've yes. got all the leaves that have fallen around the mill and it just makes it... I will give you that. It's very picturesque. It's not a real waterfall, but it's very picturesque. So. Just for anybody who's counting, she is not counting... A mill or geysers as waterfalls. I think that's fair. <laughs> okay. Flow wise, this is the next category is just like the power. Yes. The power. The power of, of the, the talk side. <laughs> so some of my favorites are we I mentioned Brandywine in Cuyahoga, Abrams Falls in Great Smoky Mountains. And then you have to talk about the lower falls in Yellowstone oh, when it yeah. comes to power. Because the thing is, you can hike to the brink, which is right where the water starts to go over the rocks, mm -hmm. over the cliffs. So you hike down there and you're standing right at the top of the waterfall watching it go down. And it's so loud. You can't even hear yourself think. There's yeah. so much water going down through there. It's oh, yeah. very powerful. And it, it just gets me excited. <laughs> I love powerful waterfalls. I know. Which is why it's a good thing that you never got the one ring. I know. Um, I would have been terrible with the one <laughs> ring. 
it, it would have sucked me in real fast. Instead of a dark lord, you will have a queen. <laughs> I've always related to that part. For Yellowstone, for me, I always love the one that feels most powerful to me is Fire Hole Falls. Okay. That one just feels so powerful. And what's kind of crazy is I think there's a swimming area right above it. So we've we've not swam there. A lot of people do. We've not because I don't feel like getting swept down the river <laughs> over a waterfall. Right. I don't know. I don't I guess it doesn't happen. But when you're driving past and you see all these people swimming and I'm like feels risky. <laughs> so Exactly. There's all these signs at the ocean for undertoes and then like right up under a fire hole falls. It's like, there's a waterfall right there. You know, it's well, like in a goofy movie when they go, when yeah. like, oh, the perfect cast. It doesn't someone... always work out. That I don't know the perfect cast. So Which I is... think I would just end up going down the waterfall. But if I did, I could give you the comfort you needed to swim in fire hole falls. Interesting. All right. Maybe we'll try it. If you've done it, let us know. Powerful waterfalls are not ones that I like to swim next to. I will say, did you know, and this is a little bit taking a turn away from the cheerful, Yosemite has had a few different fatalities in their waterfalls this year. Ooh, that stinks. And so I feel like I have to say, actually, the number one way that people get injured or killed in a lot of national parks has to do with the waterfalls and the water, the rushing water, the rivers, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The story is true in Glacier as well. That's how most people die in Glacier is the water. Really? Yes. So, <laughs> as a disclaimer, and I just took something, you know, how can you go from goofy movie to dying? Sorry. <laughs> but like... Well, if that scene would have gone a little differently. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not a movie. People fall off like Vernal Fall mm -hmm. is, is a big one that has problems because so many people hike up there that they just don't know how to act in nature. Right. And so they'll climb over the fences that are there because it looks like a nice place to swim, apparently. Um, and they just go right over the waterfall because the currents are so strong. Right. So it does happen. All joking aside, like I'm sure they would close Firehole Falls swimming area if that was a big problem in Yellowstone. Right. But I personally, having worked for the Park Service and like you get like these updates of things that happen in the parks while you're working there mm -hmm. for all the different parks. And I've just seen a lot that I've just been like, yeah, no thanks. So be careful climbing on the rocks around waterfalls. They put that in a lot of the eastern parks as their warning because they get slippery and mossy. Yeah. And be careful of the undertow at a lot of the other parks if you're swimming above the waterfalls. Yeah. Or and just so, don't. Or just don't. Just don't swim. Yes. Above waterfalls. And a lot of times, sometimes even if you swim up to the waterfall at a, at a swimming hole, Sometimes the water can be so powerful that it can push you down and keep you down under the water. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways that you need to be safe around waterfalls, all goofy movie aside. <laughs> I just feel like we have to talk about that when we're talking about the power of water, because I think that's a big surprise for people. You don't realize that that's actually where a lot of the fatalities in the parks come from. Right. From people swimming in or near waterfalls or fast moving rivers. Yep. So anyway... <laughs> All that to say, those are my favorite powerful waterfalls. Did you have anything to add? I was going to say Roaring River Falls at Kings Canyon as well. Yeah. And it's got really the perfect cool. name. Though technically, it's not in the National Park. It's in the forest. Although it is in my things you can't miss list. Okay. So it can't. 
I usually I try to just keep to the actual national park boundaries, but it's like you literally drive through the national forest to get down to the bottom of Kings Canyon. Right. And you pass the Roaring River Falls, which is just really cool. If it's on the Dirt in My Shoes website, it counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. Okay. So moving to the next category, which I just want to bring up color. Yeah. Color is a really cool thing. I think we both really love St. Mary Falls and Glacier for this one. Yes, the perfect blue. It does. It has like that beautiful, deep blue that is just so beautiful. However, you can't go when it's like super powerful. Like at the beginning of the summer, you got to wait a little bit longer because if it's really powerful, it's just white. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's flowing at a more normal flow later in the summer, then you just get this beautiful, vibrant blue. Right. That's It doesn't look natural, but it is. So that's a really cool one. I really like Silver Falls at Mm -hmm. Mount Rainier for that because it is kind of got that really, I don't know if it's glacial silt or whatever it is in the water, but there's, it's really beautiful white silvery color. The other one I wanted to add to this category is Ladder Creek Falls in North Cascades. Ooh. Because this is a waterfall where you hike. (laughs) It's kind of a little scary because you're hiking right next to the big powerhouse, the big power plants where they're harnessing all the hydroelectric power from the rivers. Right. And so it's more developed, but they have this waterfall kind of back behind the power plant. But what's cool about this one is that because it's run by Seattle Light and Power, they wanted to like show off the area with the different lights and stuff. And so in the evenings, after it gets dark, they shine colorful lights on it yes <laughs> it turns like purple and blue and stuff and anyway they used to have like a whole show with it like they have speakers that would play music and then the they would shoot the colors on the waterfall and stuff now they don't do that now they just turn on the lights in the evenings and you can see the colors right so i thought that one was a you know a curveball in the colorful category. If I can't count geysers, you can't count power plant waterfalls. It's on the list. Ladder <laughs> Creek Falls in North Cascades. It's true. It's on so, there. Yeah. Okay. So that's a cool one. In the in the spirit of that one, what about Horsetail Falls in Yosemite? The Firefall. Oh yeah. That's I didn't a, even think of that one. That one's a got an amazing color for a very short period of time throughout the year. It's in February for two weeks. The sun hits the waterfall coming off and the conditions have to be just right because if there hasn't been enough snow, then the waterfall won't even be running. Or if like the snow hasn't melted enough, then the waterfall won't be running. Right. (laughs) But it has to be in February when the sun hits it just right and it turns the water just this vibrant red. Yeah. That's such a cool. And it does look like fire. Yeah. It's It's so cool. It's amazing. Okay. Good one. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Nice. Another one that I think that you might dispute is Tropic Ditch Falls. At- mossy Cave. <laughs> the Mossy Cave Trail. That's not a colorful waterfall. It's like perfectly beige. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see a beige waterfall? <laughs> Are you talking about the one when you're hiking uh-huh, to, to Mossy, mossy Cave? cave. Yep. Oh, that's a pretty little waterfall. It is pretty. But I don't No, I don't think it counts as a colorful <laughs> I'll switch that one out then. Lower Falls has that green stripe. Yellow, yeah, the Lower in Falls in Yellowstone mm-hmm. has that awesome green stripe down it. That's yeah. a cool color. 
And I don't know if we said this, but Mossy Cave is at Bryce Canyon National Park. Right. So if you want to go see the Tropic Ditch Falls, (laughs) then that one's there. (laughs) Perfectly beige. Okay. Let's talk about what I think is probably my favorite category, which is how much does it splash? Yes. So. This one's awesome. Okay. I think it goes without saying that Vernal Fall in Yosemite is the splashiest of all splashy waterfalls. I sort of agree. No, because the trail is literally called the Mist Trail. And it's because when you get up to Vernal Fall and you're hiking alongside, the trail literally goes up the side of the cliff where the waterfall is falling. And you're just like drenched yes drenched in water if you hike it at the right time which again is not past like mid-july or later right but this last time that we were at virginia falls it was flowing so good virginia falls is in glacier past saint mary falls and so you can keep hiking up there but the water was flowing so good standing at the base of Virginia Falls was literally like standing in a hurricane. It was. It was was so cool. It was so hot. And I was so happy to be just totally drenched by this waterfall. Yeah, but it's not better than the Mist Trail. (laughs) It's not better than Vernal Fall in Yosemite. But it was really good. I think a lot of waterfalls can be splashy Uh if the water is actually flowing really good. That's probably true. We've been to Virginia Falls when it was not splashy. And it was not impressive. No. In terms of the splash. But the, this last time we did it, we were like, oh my gosh, there's so much water coming down. This is the best. Yes. So it just depends. All right. Let me give you a really good waterfall that has a really unique splash. And it is Running Eagle Falls, or it has two names, Trick Falls or Running Eagle Falls in Glacier. Mm-hmm. Because this one's super cool, because depending on how much the water is flowing, the water goes down into a hole in this almost like a tunnel, and it creates a waterfall. But if the water levels are just high enough, then the water will actually go above the hole to the lower part. And then you basically have two waterfalls coming out of the same river, but instead of being paralleled or next to each other sideways, one actually goes over the top of the other. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. (laughs) It's amazing to see how a waterfall can be a waterfall on top of another waterfall. That doesn't happen very often. No. (laughs) That one's super cool. And that one's in Glacier over by Two Medicine. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that one. Let's move to one more category. What I think this category is like adventurous. Yes. To get to this waterfall. Okay, I've been holding. I have. I have a dark horse. This is the one I've been waiting for. Okay, but this whole maybe. Time. It, but I think it might be the same as mine. Let's. You go ahead and say it. No, you say it. Why Moku yes! Falls? <laughs> no way! Yeah. Are you kidding me? Why Moku Falls <laughs> in Haleakala National Park in Hawaii? Oh my gosh! I can't believe it. Okay, this Listen, is not planned. It's a huge adventure to get to this waterfall. Yes. Huge. This is like that's. The first thing I thought of with this one, and it's a very impressive waterfall. Yes. Because it's 400 feet tall, which so it could have been in. It wasn't. I had it in the height one. Yeah. I should have just said it then. I can't believe I waited. No, because the thing that makes it cool is the adventure to get there. And so in order to get to this waterfall, you have to drive the incredible and world-renowned road to Hana. And that road is so amazing. It's so windy. It ta- it's its own journey just to get out to the trailhead for Waimoku Falls. So what's crazy too is because like 
the main part of Haleakala. So if you're wanting to drive to the summit and like do all the stuff up there, you're not in the same area at all as this other part of the park, which is at the end of the road to Hana. <laughs> right. And a lot of people, I don't even think, really realize that that's even part of the national park. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because the road to Hana is not part of the national park. People live all over in there and, you know, it's just, it's its own thing. Right. But then when you get towards the end and you, and you keep going, you go past Hana <laughs> and you're like, where the heck are we going? Then you hit Haleakala again. Yep. And then you can hang out at some of the, the areas down here. There's not a lot to do in that area. No, I mean, it's it's pretty, it's kind of just like a strip of the beach from the upper part of the park to the ocean. And so just kind of like this little strip of national park. And then you park your car and you you hike along kind of these really pretty pools. But then part of the hike, you're, you walk past this some amazing trees, like this one giant tree that lots of people were taking pictures of. I don't remember the name of it, but like we have our our kids are sitting on a branch. Yeah, it's yeah, so pretty. It's, it's huge. And but beautiful. then you also go through like a bamboo forest, which was my favorite part. Yeah, which was the so bamboo cool. Forest, and it like whistles in the wind, and and you're walking through bamboo. Yeah, I mean it's just so cool. I feel like we're like elf describing. And then I walk <laughs> through the candy cane forest. The twirly gumdrops. <laughs> and then the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> But you do. It's a it's a huge adventure to mm -hmm. get. So yeah, after you walk through the bamboo forest, and it was it was like singing. Yeah. When you you know because the wind blows through the bamboo and st like it was so and kind of creepy. A little and bit. It was creepy. really pretty and really cool, but it was just kind of like. Ooh. If you've ever watched like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and you they have like these really cool choreographed beautiful fights. You know, where these these people are fighting, you know, climbing and flying all around the bamboo forests. It's really cool. And that's like walking through this bamboo forest. But then you get to the waterfall and the waterfall is just this beautiful own little space. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got this own little area that's just been carved out by the waterfall and it just comes down and it's just it falls. It seems like it just falls forever and it comes down and it's just perfectly. It, it's just perfect. It's it got, is. it's awesome. It's, it it, I will, could have put it in the scenery section, but I wanted to hold on to it but, until the adventure. Well, because driving the road to Hana is a huge adventure. I mean, it takes forever. There's lots of stops, really cool stops, like black sand beaches. And then you've got like the, the rainbow eucalyptus trees. And there's lots of little waterfalls with like pools that you can swim in along the way. And then there's like the banana bread. Get the banana um, bread. Stop. It's a little bit off the road. You got to go down into, I wish I remembered what that little town was called, but the banana bread was so good. It was. So good. I would drive the road to Hana just to get the banana bread and go back out. <laughs> but yeah. And then you get to this little area of the national park that's just like tucked in there. And then you've got this really cool trail that you can hike. So yes. that one for me was just like, that was the absolute, the adventure does not get better than that yeah. to go to this waterfall. It's so, so good. I can't I can't contest that at all. Yeah. For people trying to picture the waterfall, if you've ever seen Jurassic Park, it's not that waterfall, but that one is in Hawaii as well. But when the helicopter comes down and it lands next to the waterfall, that's kind of what it looks like. It's so good. Okay. We did a really good job. That was like, wow. Why no, and falls. the thing is, is I still have like a huge list of waterfalls in the parks that we haven't even 
began to talk about. I know. It's so true. But we just, we can't, we can't do it all. So we would love to hear from you. What are your favorite waterfalls in the national parks? Leave us a comment. We would love a five-star review if, if you leave a comment like on Apple Podcasts or something. Or send us a message, dirtmyshoes.com slash podcast. Send us a message there. We would love to hear from you and just hear about your adventures hiking to some really cool waterfalls in the national parks. Thanks for exploring the national parks with us. Please share, like, and subscribe. And if you need any help planning your own trip, click on over to dirtmyshoes.com. See you next week. Same time, same place. And don't forget to get some dirt in your shoes. Bye.